Welcome to Entertainment Talk TV, it's Entertainment Talk's podcast for the television that we choose to talk about. I'm your host Matthew and joining me today, my co-host is Grey. How are you doing? Hello, it's good to be back. It seems so long since we last chatted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I did look at the last podcast we did just to, because I also needed to know what the episode number was for TV Talk. It was only in June. It wasn't actually that long ago, so... Uh, and that was uh, number thirty-six. So, um, but yeah, in, the, in 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 between some of that time, I suppose, or more recently, um, instead of me asking you what you've been watching, which was what I was gonna say, what is E4 doing with Zoe's playlist? What is I going do, on? I do not know. So I I I knew it was released. I saw the release dates. Our, our good friend Dave obviously gives us the release dates, and mm-hmm. so. I watched episode one probably two days after it first broadcast. Spoiler, everyone, I have to go to bed at 10 o'clock now because my job involves me getting up at five o'clock. So I couldn't watch it when it was broadcast. And so I watched it two days after it was broadcast. And then I just had a really busy like week after that. So I knew there were loads of problems with Channel 4. They lost power. They lost you know, um, all four programming went a little bit wrong. And then by the time I went to catch up on episode two and three, they were gone. It would only let me watch episode four. And then I saw on the schedules, it was pushed back to 2 a.m. or something on a night. And then I was messaging you, wasn't I, this week going, I, I'm really confused. I, I can't even watch episode two because it's not on there. And just before I come to record this with you, I can only get episode three. Uh, what is going on? Why are they treating it so badly? I don't know. I, I think it's to do with that um, incident that David talked about. There was some sort of fire in one of the, I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, yeah, because that, that's also affected uh, the 100 that was supposed to come back on for music for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, they they haven't been able to start airing that. So I'm hoping at some point, once they get that at least partially fixed or fully fixed, uh, they can put episodes. Because I think they're up to episode five now. Because I checked the TV guide like online, um, and it said their next episode was five of. Uh, was it twelve? Five out of twelve. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're, uh, they're as as more of the weeks keep going by, more of the season keeps going out, I suppose. So uh, yeah, um, I have actually seen the whole season. I've heard uh, this rumor. Yeah, yeah, well, it was not a rumor. I've heard it on like three, four podcasts. Um, so uh, yeah, but uh, that, that I I did that for a lot of different reasons, but. Um, Mainly because E4 was because E4 was being so slow, and because uh, one of the things I said to David that I'd need to do that is because if it goes on too long, because we had no idea of even like a time period for the year, and I was like, those podcasts are going to start having less value because the show's going that season's going to get older and older. Especially as I'm treating it as new content. If you're doing reviews for like classic things, then it doesn't really matter when you put that out, but. Uh, because Zoe, the episodes were pretty new. I was like, okay, I need to kind of get to this uh, as soon as possible. So, um, so you've seen one episode for season two, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. What did you think of that first episode? It was it was still quite emotionally packed, wasn't it? And um, mm-hmm. it was really trying to sort of. I suppose it's quite easy for a new season, which ends in such a emotional way for everyone to arrive jumping and singing and dancing and everything being positive and everything looking forward. So it was to be the fact that, hey, hang on a minute, 
I'm not over this. You know, we aren't just switches. And if something this major happens, we don't just switch and suddenly become all better because it's season two of our programme and we've got a whole new batch of storylines. And I thought it was quite realistic. And, and, and if you were to watch the final episode of season one into the first episode of season two, it's quite smooth. It's quite clean. It's quite tight. They link. It doesn't feel like there's a huge jump. There's a huge gap. It's quite natural. Even the new character brought in has been brought in really sensibly. Um, the discussion of how to obviously remove a character. She's still there. We know she's not going to be there for the rest of the season. We we understand why due to backstage stuff, but they don't just do her a disservice and say, well, you're not going to appear into episode one. They bring her in, they give her dialogue, they give her discussion, they give her, you know, we're going to move you on. But we, I think the makers of this are really genuine and really honest. They've got a really good story to tell and they do it with real caution they don't throw and i think that probably has struggled in with the american tv viewers who like big blowout opening starter series and want loads of money thrown at it and lots of glitz and glamour and old characters cut off and old storylines cut off and brand new ones and i think this makes zoe such a valuable program to us because it is genuine it's true with that little bit of weirdness of her power whatever but I just really liked the way they brought us into the storylines and they didn't forget season one and they pick it up really naturally. Um, introduced me to a range of really different songs I didn't know about this this uh, episode one. I was like, I, I haven't heard them or I may have heard them, but not listened to them properly. And I, I like the range of them. Um, and I'm really excited about where it's going. I'm really sad that I still can't see episode two. And uh, I think I even said to you in a couple of weeks time, if I still can't see episode two, I'm going to have to find an alternative way to watch episode two so I can catch up before all four delete the series like they're, they're very bound to do uh, because of the yeah. way they treat programs. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I can't wait. I'm anticipating. I know that you've seen it and I know that I, I can sense there's some excitement in your voice and I want to get to those episodes. But I thought it was a beautiful service to to the series. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's good that you can sense that because you're you're very much right. This season's really special. It's really just like, um, I sort of I remember I was talking to David about it on Geek Town, uh, not the last time I was on. I think the time before that, and uh, I I don't know what like word to use, um, and I I remember saying to him because I know that you and uh, uh and David both watched it, uh. Or, yeah, we, we, us, us three were the people that sort of watched it because I don't think that Bex and Robert had. No. And I was like, I, I'm really looking forward to, to, to you. You know, when you, it's one of the things where you know when you see something and you're like, I really want other people to experience this really good thing. It, it's it's kind of as simple as that. And because yeah. I knew that you and David already really enjoyed it, I was like, I can't wait for, uh, Gray and and David to you know watch it as well and 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 see what they think. Um, I think I spoke to David when I think it was just the first episode came out as well, uh, and he uh, really really enjoyed it as well. But um, no, it's just yeah, it's really really quite something special. Uh, for those of you that want me to talk about it for a little bit longer, obviously we do have a Zoe's Playlist podcast. Uh, I also did a, did a bonus episode after I watched the season finale uh, called Why Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist is so special. Uh, that episode is designed for people that have and people that haven't seen it. It, it doesn't really get into spoilers. It just more talks about the show's uh, qualities and the performances and just, you know, why, well, why the show is so special. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll put a link to that in the show notes, actually, for those of you that want to hear me talk about it a bit more, just in case some of you haven't before anyway. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to you watching it. Um, it's just a shame when I looked on there and uh, on the on the online TV guide thing, 
and because I was because uh, I was just curious myself because I knew it was was it supposed to be Mondays it's supposed to be Mondays at 10 yeah and I looked at the TV guide thing and it was like 2.55 a.m. and I was like huh um, yeah, I I just do not know why they 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 they've done that to a lot of US shows before E4 against this random scheduling, yeah. and if they can use they want to use the excuse of this whole um, fire thing that has knocked out all their systems, but I still think it's a poor excuse for treating that program. Is it because Roku have got the final movie and Roku might then play it all out in a couple I, of you know? I do think it's I think at some point Roku's supposed to have both seasons and the film. Oh, are they? They, they got the. Because, yeah, the, uh, I can't remember his name, but the showrunner said uh, all 26, is it? 26 episodes in the film coming to Roku this uh, this Christmas. I'm pretty sure that's what he said anyway. Uh, um, so 26, 23 or 26, whatever it is, uh, that would be the whole season. Maybe it was 25, 20-something, whatever it was. Uh, all the episodes uh, coming to Roku. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, and if you're thinking, oh, Roku got to pay another £5 a month, Roku's a free streaming service. Uh, it's available on quite a few different devices, actually. Because uh, we got, like, Now TV sticks and uh, boxes and stuff in this house. They're available on that. If you've got consoles, you can download the Roku app on those. Uh, so if you're worried about having to pay another five pounds a month for another streaming service, uh, those are gonna this that's gonna be free. So, and that's where the uh, Christmas film is gonna be, isn't it? So I'm uh, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. I just hope that you and David are both able to see the second season before the Christmas film comes out. <laughs> same here, so, same yeah. here. And th- the thing is with Zoe, as much as I love the show and as much as it's you know phenomenal and fantastic and everything, if they dropped the second season like a week before the Christmas film. Zoe's playlist isn't really a show where I, where like is that a show you want to binge? It's so full of emotion and everything, you just end up getting so much emotion stuffed into you. Um, that I don't know. I mean, th- that's not to speak against its quality or anything, but it's it's one of those just really like I've heard with um, This Is Us is a show that you wouldn't want to like binge watch because it's so emotional when it just throws some so much at you. So uh, maybe it's the same situation as that. I'm not sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's why I didn't want to, you know, going to bed so early. If I was to watch it when it was on and then I'd just be thinking about going to bed and it was a program that I really wanted to focus on and focus yeah. and watch it. Yeah. So that's why I knew I wanted to watch it and catch up in my own time, in my own space, you know, with, with a cup of tea and enjoy it. And I haven't been able to yet because I feel like all four have let me down as a viewer. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, you can check out the podcast I did. Look in the the link in your show notes, and you should be able to find it there. Um, so, there we go. Uh, other than that, what else have you been watching? Um, so, before I sort of go into my huge list of watching, I just wanted to comment on how difficult it's been to, to watch the huge variety of good programming, mm-hmm. and even the not-so-good programming that comes out. But as a, a TV fan and someone who contributes to podcasts, I want to be able to sort of uh, try some of these things and discount them before even, you know, I'm just saying oh, I haven't got time. But obviously I have a very time-consuming job. I'm a, I'm a teacher, so that can be quite consuming. But aside that, there's a lot of programs that have come out in the last two months. And I think post-COVID, um, people have really ramped up their production values. Channels are really vying for their viewers and making sure there's lots of huge content. And any one time I could have on my roster of programs that I'm watching, 30 to 35 programs. You know, that includes programs I'm watching weekly, programs I'm trying to stream, uh, programs I, I, you know, I've just started watching or programs I try and finish in three days. So I've got loads of things I am watching but 
you know, I want to talk about some of the things I've really enjoyed and really engaged with and um, that I really wanted to sort of, sort of discuss with you and say, well, these are the things I wanted to talk about. Um, and some of them are a bit out of date. And I know we're sitting here at the end of October and these programs were released in September, early October, but it's just about the time sensitivity of it and um, how I've come around to having time to watch them. So the first I'd like to talk about is Sex Ed, um, Sex Education, which was released um, back in September. Uh, but again, a lot of people would go and binge that is is a bingeable program but i also felt like it was a program that that needed um sort of collaborative viewing um so i decided to watch it with my partner and like we'd never watched a program of that nature together before um we we've been seeing each other for about six months and i said look shall we watch this together you know some really important issues and that and as a teacher it's quite um sensitive for me to watch that as well thinking about obviously the the children at my school and the children the schools i've taught and we didn't have programs like that when we were younger people can shout that we had skins but i was um I wasn't that young when Skins came out and things oh, like Skins that. Skins was such a yeah. good show. It was such a good show, but I was too old for it then. And like, I'm thinking about <laughs> I was a student in the 90s and I just didn't have that sort of programming. But what Sex Education has managed to do, both for education and storytelling, in my mind, is incredible. And I, I really hope that not only does it teach adults, but it teaches young people, but also shows a way of telling stories that isn't too extravagant too um having to throw loads of money at it and i know it's a very production rich program and probably there is loads of money thrown at it but you know it's not a program that needs explosions and death and drama like um some of the tv programs that try and cover these sorts of sensitivities in their storylines i just think everything was handled really well as a real arc with the you know the takeover of the school by the head um and to have those sensitivities in that character. We hate that character. We hate that character. But, oh, there's a little bit of a window into her psyche and her background, and that helps us all. And I just love what they did. And we we got through it in about three separate sit-downs. I think we did three set sit-downs of about two to three hours per time and got through the whole season. And we just really enjoyed it. And it definitely, for me, is a show for collaborative viewing because after each episode, you can discuss and talk about it and you compare back to your own childhood and growing up and I just yeah absolute praise one of my top shows of 2021 20, uh, by far um and if I end up in that podcast with you and Dave this year you know there'd be no escape oh, I think we're sex doing ed. that yeah. yeah yeah there's no escape in sex ed being high up there again it, it just you know I, mm. have you seen it all now you... I, I haven't seen the third season yet like you yeah. said this just we've just been bombarded with television yeah um but it's because uh, I'm trying, I'll talk about it in in my section. But I'm trying to finish 16 episodes of Good Girls because they decided oh, to go with 16 instead of what was it before 12, uh, 10, whatever it was. Uh, I'll I'll talk about that in my yeah. half. Of but the, yeah, that's on that's on my long list. Good Girls as well. But uh, we'll talk about that in, as well. Um, so yeah, so that was Sex Ed. Absolutely loved that. Um, another program I finished watching. Um, so I I got onto BBC that they, they drop some of their really good comedy dramas, and I watched Back to Life. Um, it's the second season of a sitcom, um, and it's about a character who, in the first season, you met her. She came out of prison after 18 years, um, and she'd killed someone, and uh, she returns to her own village. And it's this really good storytelling of this. So she's like 
you know, in her 30s and she was last at home when she was 17, 18, when she committed this crime. And then she arrives back in the village. And it's a commentary on how sometimes villages do not change. There's still those habits and still those things where people you might grow up and get married, but they still end up in the same village doing the same things and the same patterns. And season two just takes it on a slightly different journey. Um, and, you know, it's the actress is Daisy Haggard. We know Daisy Haggard from Breeders that she stars in with uh, Martin Freeman. And so she's the lead um, and she just plays beautifully a teenager in a 30 year old's body, not in a in a learning difficulties way or anything that is derogatory, but it's just this innocence of a girl who's who just hasn't experienced life. And it's beautifully done. And it's a sitcom. Well, it's, it's, it's set up as a sitcom, but it's almost like a dark comedy. There are some real dark elements um, in it. But I think it's a beautifully told story. I did that in two sittings, two two sittings of three episodes. Absolutely beautiful comedy. It was it dropped alongside the same time as um, Greg Davies, the cleaner. And it was just there alongside it. And another one called Alma's Not Normal. BBC iPlayer throwing out lots of good British sitcoms made by British comedians at the moment. Um, so go out there and look for that if you're into a little bit of dark comedy. Um, I don't think that... You haven't heard of that one, have you, Matt? I, I haven't really paid attention to BBC for a, a while. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, if you did want to look at it, I yeah, think it's really yeah. good. Daisy Haggard is so good, um, obviously. Um, so she's a very good comedian. And then the third and final thing um, I'll talk about is is almost like... I, I binged this week Legends of Tomorrow because I knew it was coming off of the Now TV in a couple of days' time, and I was about five. Oh, that's episodes. what you meant when you said Legends. When you said yeah. Legends before we start recording, I was like, <laughs> "What show is he talking about?" But yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of, of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So it was coming yeah. off now, um, and I wanted to get through it before it came off now. Um, and I openly and I shared with with yourself and Dave on Geek Town through through messages that haven't enjoyed uh, what DC has done in this season. The out of the flash and legends and um supergirl and so i haven't been keeping up to date with them i'm about seven episodes behind of each of them but this week i thought right i'm just going to binge legends of tomorrow um and you know i'm also taking some medication for some pain for a toothache and i'm being on drugs for this medication and watching legends of tomorrow is a very trippy circumstances uh, where i just kind of thought <laughs> am I watching these bonkers storylines or are the drugs really impacting me that much? And they are just, it is just absolutely bizarre. And then they weave in this sense of seriousness so they can tie up a couple of characters before they come to their, their next season. And I just think, I don't, I don't know how I feel about them all. You know, I, I, I've stayed loyal, like I did for Walking Dead for many years. I've stayed loyal to these three DC shows, Flash, Supergirl and Legends. But just watching that, and I, now I'm going to about to put myself through the same with either Supergirl or the TV. I kind of feel like, I don't know if I could be bothered to return next season for Flash and Legends. I know Supergirl's going to end. I, I kind of feel like I've given so much time to them, and it's almost ridiculous now that I'm tuning in, but there's so much better programming out there. And that sort of leads me to think, we, in a couple of weeks' time, Hawkeye turns up. And if Hawkeye is in the same strength as Loki and WandaVision, um, not Winter Soldier, uh, uh, but if it's in the sort of same strength of those, then I'm going to be sticking to them and maybe saying goodbye to Flash and Legends next season and say, you know mm -hmm. what? <coughs> Sorry. I gave you a few good years. Um, but I don't think I'm going to come back because the storylines are just getting ridiculous towards the end. Mm. 
For me, uh, I'm not returning to Batwoman or, or Legends of Tomorrow. Batwoman is a case where your writing's just so unbelievably bad that I can't handle it anymore, and you're just wasting the interesting characters. Uh, mm. we, I, I did a podcast wrap-up for that. When did that season end? Because that, that was on E4. Uh, summer, some point. I, I've, I've. You can tell I've kind of forgotten about it, but I know that I know that's come back for its third season in the US. I, ju- I just don't want to. Like, it's just, uh, like specifically with the Batwoman side, it's just sort of your writing is just so bad. It's just you're, you're, you're just wasting your. Because like Alice on the show, right on, on Batwoman, like she's a really interesting character. Rachel Scarsden, I think is her name. She's so good as that character, but then it's like the writing's just completely and utterly wasting her. And almost all the other characters. Uh, yeah. with, with Legends, it was sort of... I, 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 felt, I felt like I just sort of made peace with Legends. Because I got to the season finale. And I'm not, I'm not going to say what happened in the season finale. In case anyone hasn't seen it. But they did, they, they did the episode. And if you cut off like the last five seconds of that episode. It's like there's, there's nothing new or nothing else for you to do with these characters. It's yeah. like you've... You're just trying to do, and it, it, this isn't a knock against the show. It's more just sort of you're trying to be so bonkers and wacky and fun and all this kind of stuff. There's just no kind of, um, I think like Robert said on because me me and Robert podcasted on uh, some of these shows, and it's just I think with Legends like you you've gotten six seasons in. There's nothing else for you to really do. I still kind of care about the characters, but for me. That sixth episode left it in a place where, okay, I can kind of make peace and just, I, I don't feel like I need to return. Um, uh. And then if I ignore, like, the last few seconds of that season finale episode, because um, it leaves, like, a obviously a little cliffhanger for next yeah. season. But it, it wasn't, like, a major cliffhanger where somebody was about to be shot or something crazy like that. I mean, it's Legends. It's not going to be that serious. Mm. Um so yeah, with with Flash, I think that's gonna come to an end either next season or the season after. So I'm kind of just clinging on to it, hoping it's gonna get better, and then just seeing it out. I've um, been so disappointed in this season. I have yeah. struggled. You know that used to be my favorite. I remember having podcasts before where I'm like, "Oh, Flash is my number one." You know, I I stay, I really like Grant Gustin's portrayal, but oh, this has been so difficult to watch and complete switch off and there's too many characters and too many uh um, yeah it's to me i yeah that's the biggest downward turn for me for flash mm-hmm. yeah i've had discussions with people about these dc shows right obviously quite a lot of times but this spe- specific thing of um i remember somebody said to me before like oh i can't wait for like all the episodes of the flash and i was like flash just doesn't the, none of these shows need 23 episodes and if you cut them down to 10 or 12, which the CW is not going to do because there's seven, six, seven seasons into these things. They're not going to just suddenly decide, OK, yeah, we'll cut down to 10 episodes. But I don't think some people realize that more of the show that you want doesn't exactly mean it's going it, to It'll actually make it worse. Mm. Um, like for something, let, let's say two, two shows that I really like, like Breaking Bad and 20, 24. I know 24 is already 24 episodes, but that's got a particular thing to it uh let's say we're breaking bad and like game of thrones can you imagine like 23 episode seasons of game of thrones or a break it like you just you can you just can't do it no, like there's no. just you know um obviously with these uh see uh the, the Arrowverse shows they've got more of like a procedural element where it's just here's the villain for this week but one of the jokes that i sort of made to david i think to robert as well was the flash for some reason has just become a negotiator instead of using his powers um 
but do you think uh, it's too expensive to use the powers or something like that? Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. I, I keep I agree. hearing. I do actually keep hearing from different people um, about uh, like budget issues for these shows because I just finished the third season of Titans as well, and one of the things I heard about, uh, uh, you know, Gar, the one who's the one who's supposed to change into more animals, uh, and like, oh, there's a budget issue, yeah. and it's like you've just moved from D- from uh, DC Universe to HBO Max, like come on um and then with these Arrowverse shows it's like oh they're on the cw they can't afford to to do things and then i because on, on my titans podcast i pointed out like well look at superman and lois you can see the money you can like see it on screen how much money is put into that show and superman in that show quite often is like not all the time because you still want the clark kent family scenes and you want to you know obviously mix things up he's not flying around every minute of every episode but it's sort of, you look at that and you think, okay, he's flying around a good amount, he's using his powers, he's, you know, showing, you know, what he's kind of capable of. And also just from the, I mean, I'm not really like a visuals, like, kind of person or whatever, but I can, you can see on the screen the difference in the production value. That's still on the CW. So it's like, I, I, I'm not really buying this whole, like, budget uh, sort of um, defense thing yeah it's just and and, it, and it's like okay if you do have if for some reason because it comes down to warner brothers at the end of the day right they're the ones that are running all of this if you've got budget issues don't have like 15 different dc shows because then you've not only got this five or six hour shows but then you've got like harley quinn you've got doom patrol you've got uh superman and lois you've got titans and all, all these other shows and it's like maybe you just need to cut down on on things. You got you got things like Pennyworth as well, which I think is a bit more kind of grounded and stuff. Hmm. But um, I don't know. Maybe the maybe it's just a case of the budgets being spread too thin. Because like you said, with the um, uh, the the MCU TV shows, we don't get one every week for twenty three weeks, or have like three of them on at a time. They're on a lot more sort of sparingly, but it makes it feel more like an event, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I think it's to do with. In the the Marvel stuff, you've got a creator or a producer who is asked to tell a story and they go, I can tell this story in this many episodes. But because of the network system you've got in America, they are like the the producers do not care about the writing. They just say, we want this many episodes. It's it's that way round of asking for it, isn't it? They've got schedules to fill. So they want, you know, 16 episodes, whereas because it's Disney Plus, you know, they'll go... Can you tell this story? Yeah, I can tell it. I only want seven episodes. Okay, that's fine. And there's not a norm that they have to fit to. And because they started with, um, you know, back in the day with Arrow, and that was the first one, and that was filling the schedules, each one that came along, the producers just went, yeah, matching Arrow, please. We want 23 episodes or whatever. And then, they, then they'd get the writers to work. I think it's the other way around, isn't it, with Disney? They, they've got the writers first going, we could tell the story in this much. Hmm. Yeah, it just feels like more of an event when Marvel kind of does it. Because uh, for me, it's not. I'm not just falling away from kind of DC. I mean, I'm still going to watch certain DC films, like the Batman looks really good and things like that. But I'm going to. I think with because a couple of years ago, I used to say to myself like, okay, every DC and Marvel thing, I'm going to try and be caught up with like everything and not miss anything, right? Um. And now it's gotten to the point where, okay, I want to see every... I'm looking forward to Eternals. I want to see every Marvel film still because they're still earning my trust and everything like that. With DC, it's not just on the TV or just on the film side. It's with both where I'm thinking, 
okay, you're not really doing that great anymore on either side. And I'm just going to pick and choose from the characters that I actually like want to see more of. Um, but then again, I kind of wanted to see like what you could do with the Titans or with the Batwoman characters. But you, your writing just really lets you down. So yeah. I don't know. It's a it's an annoying situation. Um, I mean, there's because I, I I remember a while ago I watched the pilot for Doom Patrol and I was like, okay, this is kind of good. But I have all these other six or whatever it was DC shows to watch. So now that I've actually dropped a few of them. I might try and make a bit of space for Doom Patrol because I do keep endlessly hearing like, okay, yeah, this is much better than Titans. It's much better written because uh, that's the that's the important part that I kind of want to hear now is like, okay, yeah, this show is actually quite well written, uh, and then give it a chance from from that. I didn't stop watching Doom Patrol because I thought it was bad. I just had the other DC shows to kind of catch up with, so um, maybe maybe I'll do that. Although I want to finish a couple of other shows, some of which I'll mention in a minute before I jump onto uh, Doom Patrol, because there is a, now that I'm I think it's come up to its third season. I think it's just been renewed for its fourth. Um, yeah, that's going to obviously take me a bit of time, so I want to make sure I've actually got that time first instead of like watching a second episode and leaving it another four months or something. So, um, but I can still remember what happened in that mm. pilot episode, which is which is good. So. Um, well, yeah, that's so good, that's where are you kind of at with the other DC shows? Because there's more than just like the Arrowverse, I suppose. Yeah, so I didn't start Stargirl. It was always on my list. Um, but I, I just, again, time was so sensitive that I didn't always get over to Amazon. And so there are a lot of Amazon shows. I'm like one episode in or two episodes in. So I never actually got to start Stargirl. Um, so I am literally... I've got seven episodes left of Supergirl and I think I've got nine episodes left of The Flash and that's the only ones I've invested in this season so far. I do want to watch um, Stargirl. Uh, You know how I feel about Titans from last year. Um, uh, I will be tempted to watch episode one and two just to see but i that would be the first to be cut just because i was so cross with it last year why would it go would, why would i go back in terms of wanting mm-hmm. to watch that again um so i, I felt this yeah. sense of like being cleansed when the credits rolled on the uh was it the 13th the 12th, 12th episode oh really <laughs> yeah i was sort of like it's it's over <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. i don't know and then i did the podcast and i was like i'm just gonna just, just clean this out my system, so to speak. Because <laughs> um, the, the thing with the third season Titans, it's still, it's sort of doing the same problems, but in a different way. Uh, and right. I can't really explain what that is without getting into into it, it's it's the way they've kind of shifted around with characters. And as I said on my uh, third season review of Titans, it's okay if I'm critiquing something, it's up to me to kind of say how you should fix that thing, right? But to me, it's the case where the problem that they've had has gone on for so many seasons. I don't know how they should, how they are supposed to fix it because they should have fixed that character issue at the end of season one. Um, so it's just, I, I mean, I, I don't know what you do with it. It's, it's just this case where they treat too many of their characters like main characters, or pretty much all their characters like main characters. And uh, then they, even with the third season, they they bring in like three new ones, and it just ends up pushing a couple of them to the side, and it just, yeah, so. Um, although saying that the, the, I remember the first episode being fairly good and it, it was almost this like false thing for me I was like oh this season might actually be like better that the first episode was like a bit more kind of action packed and stuff and then they started to get into like the deeper parts of the season and it just sort of didn't really work so mm. yeah um, do you watch like Doom Patrol or Pennyworth or no 
No, none of those have sort of come onto my radar. And again, it's it's all about timing, really. It's about I almost I always struggle to start new seasons at the moment because mm-hmm. I feel committed to the ones that are already coming out. And if I start new stuff, I'm thinking, am I going to be able to continue this as I'm moving on throughout? You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, I haven't started any of those sadly. Yeah, I'll I'll mention something to do with that in one of my shows. I'm going to mention cool. as well. So, uh, speaking of my shows, let's uh, move on to those. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself, or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film, we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, moving on to my shows. Uh, so, Good Girl, I've got Good Girls written down first. I've got Zoe's playlist written down, but that was to ask you about what was going on. Um... Yeah, a bit of a problem with this season, and it's not really anything to do with the writing or... I, I mean, a couple of the little plot lines have been, like, s- strange and sort of confusing. Uh, it's not anything to do with the characters or the acting or the writing, really. Uh, the 16 episodes is hurting this fourth season of uh, of Good Girls, which just dives back into the problem I was talking about a minute ago. Just having, just having too many episodes in your season, because I can't remember... The number for all the three other seasons. But they were like 12 or 13 roughly. Which I know three more might not seem like a lot. But yeah. I'm at episode 11. Episode 11 is my next one. So usually by that point in the previous three seasons. It will be like okay you've got three episodes left to finish the season. Go for it. And now it's you've got five episodes left to finish your season. The funny thing about that though. Is this is technically the final season. It wasn't given as the final season. It was cancelled after this season. But I thought I'd watch it and see how it concludes. And you know. Because it was just one more season. Um, And one thing that will really disappoint me. Is if you go past all these 16 episodes. And then you do like a cliffhanger in a cancelled 
last season. What the reason that will annoy me so specifically is because they've had so much time in this season. Uh, you know, with the sixteen episodes. Mm. But as much as I still love the show, I still think it's a great show. I just think it's being hurt by, you know, the the season just being too long. Uh, I don't know why they did that. I don't know if they had like a mid season break on because this aired on uh, NBC. It was one of the because you know they cancelled that and Zoe's playlist and what was it Manifest and Debris. Uh, I think Manifest did get picked up by Netflix in the end, didn't it? Uh, they had like they, they cancelled like four or five shows, uh, like kind of one by one. Good Girls was one of those, as well as uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Um, so I don't know if they in the US they had eight episodes in eight, but still, even if that was what they did, sixteen episodes is still too many for this season. Um, and it's just it's just hurting some of the plot lines because I can almost see where some of the storylines are gonna potentially go. And it's like, okay, if I was watching one of the other seasons and I could see kind of the same thing, I would get there quicker. Yeah. But it's just like, it's episode 9 and 10 and, you know, it's just kind of going on for a while. Um, And I thought yesterday, uh, because I was thinking to myself, okay, if I get the season finished before I do the podcast and I started, it was like half past five and I was like, that's just not, I'm not going to watch like five or six episodes of the show. So I decided not to do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's just kind of been a victim of the season being too long. Um, but then, cause you can tell certain storylines have been kind of slowed down a little bit, or there's been things added into the season that weren't really needed to be there. Um, but then the good stuff in the season, still the good old, like, you know, the good, the good show that I, I've been watching before anyway. Mm. Um, and it's kind of, I just, I just hope when I get to that 16th episode, there's some semblance of, like, conclusion and not some sort of cliffhanger. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. But, uh, so I don't know where it's going to go on my list. I think last year I put Good Girl Season 3 at number 2 and Zoe at number 1. Uh, I don't know where it's going to go this season. So, uh, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Have you started in, I can't remember if you, if you said you'd watched it. I haven't started it. It's, it's on my long list. I knew it came out all around the time where it was just, just too many, but it's on my list. I do want to watch it. I want to watch it for the end of the year because obviously it was quite highly ranked in, in mine last year too. Um, so there are certain programs I know has a cut off date to have to watch before December. So I know if it's going to go in my 2021 rankings yeah. uh, and that's one of them. So, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's just it's just a weird situation where you, you give the show more episodes and then you cancel it once it's finished, but I don't know what the ending of that 16th episode is, so it's uh, a little bit annoying. Still good, just just a little bit annoying. So, yeah. Uh, one show that I did actually start this week, uh, a new show, is called Invasion. I've put it in the, the title. I've put Invasion and Zoe's playlist in uh, the title for this episode so far i might add something new to that but we'll see uh yeah it's it's on apple tv plus there's been i think today the fourth episode comes out and i've seen the first two there was three available yesterday obviously it's friday today so there'll be uh another one out which uh apple tv let me know this morning uh for the the notifications which is which is good it kind of gives you a little reminder of like hey new episodes of the show you that you watch is uh is out so um, yes, about an alien invasion, and uh, the show does something quite interesting, actually, something which I, I didn't know if I would enjoy, but it's worked out, actually, surprisingly well. So this alien invasion thing is kind of like this global event, 
because you follow i think it's five or six different sets of characters usually like in twos or threes like a little family or something or uh, there's one section which is this like sheriff guy you kind of mainly focus on him in his sort of section but this goes across like america it goes across uh the uk there's one in i can't remember if it's china or korea or, or somebody like somewhere like that one, one of those countries and then there's like a few other ones in different countries as well uh which i haven't seen that many shows actually try to do that like set itself in so many different locations because uh, usually you get I, I mean most of the tv that me and you probably watch is mostly set in america apart from the yeah. british shows that we that we watch and that sort of thing um, or secretly set in Canada. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, pretend yeah. to be America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that kind of thing. Um, but no, one, one of the things I look out for in terms of a TV's quality is how it structures its scenes together, almost like a puzzle piece. You've got a few minute scenes with this character, then with this character, then with, you know, on and on and on. And you have to put them together in a way that makes the episode cohesive makes the episode flow really well that's what i talk about with structure i, d- I did an, uh, an analyzing television episode all about uh tv structure and shows that get it right and get it wrong uh you can probably guess a, a few of the different ones mm. um but uh that was one thing i was because i i read what it was about and i watched the trailer just to see what it was i was like okay it it's it's first balancing act then is to show me how are you going to balance not just different characters but different characters that are in entirely different places on you know on the earth like entirely different characters and they handle it surprisingly well um there and you do actually switch between four five sometimes all of them in in an episode sometimes you see a little bit less of them than, than other episodes obviously i've only seen two episodes and there is a little bit of an indication of like okay these two or three groups of characters a little bit more main characters than these other couple of them you can sort of tell uh, that they that they that they set that out, but it's good that they set that out early, so that you know who the more important kind of characters are, I suppose. Because mm. there's this like sheriff guy, and his story is kind of shown off as a as a, like okay, pay attention to him. He's got a really main thing going on. Of course, he's part of the authorities, and you know you have an alien invasion that happens. So there's that's going to be one character that's going to pay like particular interest to it because they have to investigate like strange things that are going on. There's another one that's some sort of like a uh, space station sort of thing, and that's treated as the very main storyline. But again, that makes sense because you know it's all about space, and they would see this weird anomaly thing happening. Uh, so it makes sense that you do that. There's other storylines like with these. Um, I'm not sure how old they're supposed to be. These young teenage, like high school characters. They're showing off a little bit less, but then that makes sense because why? I, I mean, sure, kids are like curious and all, all that kind of thing. Um, but it makes less sense to, you know, have those characters more involved as opposed to somebody working at a space station whose job is probably going to be, okay, weird space anomaly, let's investigate, as opposed to a kid who's supposed to be, you know, going to school. Uh, then there's this other group, um, I'm not sure what their background is, so I'm not going to try and guess it, but uh, they're, they're another, like, foreign group of characters, and it's this, uh, wife, a husband... And then two kids. Uh, there is a main kind of side plot with the two of them. But I can't say what that is. Because it's a really big spoiler. Uh, so I'll have to sort of leave that out. But they focus on they focus on their own little plots well. As well as them investigating it in their own way. Because it's different characters doing different things. With different lives in different countries. So they've got their own little approaches with each character. Which again makes sense. Because they wouldn't all treat it the same way. Because they're different people. 
uh, you know, with different jobs and, and that sort of thing. Uh, then there's another group, which is this army group. Again, you, you're treated a little, I, I think a little bit more with episode two. They're kind of uh, pushed to like more of a main character, but again, it's the army. You know, they're going to be investigating this kind of make uh, this kind of thing. Uh, they're sent out on like a recon sort of you know mission, and in this desert, and there's a few things that happen. So I think it's just get like early on, two episodes in, it's getting a lot of things right, uh, and I think that's particularly hard to do when you do have like none of these characters have anything to do with each other. None of them know each other. Um, I'm very curious to see if they do end up somehow meeting up but they're all entirely in different areas different countries so i'm not expecting that to happen anytime soon uh, i wouldn't even really expect that at the end of like the first season just because okay the the sheriff who's in america why would he contact like the uh you know the the other the little family of four like why why would that particularly sort of happen or the the kids at in in London like why would he sort of you know do, do you know what I mean like it doesn't yeah. make sense at the moment for those characters to cross over or to, to meet up but they're they're doing a surprisingly good job of telling kind of these individual stories but they're all obviously focused around the same plot which is they all experience in in their own ways there's different things that happen this alien invasion um but no I finished episode two quite late last night and then I wanted to watch uh something else I'll talk about in a minute with American Horror Story because I wanted to sort of uh uh, catch up with a few shows for this podcast but um a weird thing happened by the way i finished episode um what was it? i finished episode two and it said loading episode three so i let it do it just so that it remembered what episode i was on and it restarted episode two <laughs> uh because the, the 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 opening of episode the episode came up and i was like wait a minute i'm sure i've just seen this and then it was it replayed episode two for some reason so i just fast forwarded it to the end and it loaded episode three but that's a good sign as well that it started loading episode three, and I was like, "I'm I'm gonna go to that like probably tomorrow or or something because uh, I'll probably watch it later." Because uh, what I'll probably do later is watch episodes three and four. But it's good that it's it's clearly, as you can tell, got me hooked, and that sort of thing. Uh, I also like the way that the mystery is kind of being told with the story because it's you, you're not really seeing. You see a couple of alien-ish sort of things, but you don't see, like, an alien come out of the spaceship or anything like that. They're being treated as sort of this, not really off-screen, but this sort of mystery. Like, mystery as to, okay, what do these aliens look like? What do they want? What's kind of going on? And I like the way that the mystery is sort of being uh, treated with that. Because that's, that's something you don't want to get into too early, either. You want the mystery to sit for a little bit and continue to have these characters experience just, well, you know, strange things because they're, they're being... Uh, invaded by aliens so um any any thoughts on i don't know if you've heard of the show at all or my thoughts on it or um i haven't heard of it um, i was just doing a bit of research on it then uh, it's got sam neill isn't it hasn't it um i i haven't got apple plus i was when i was um ill on monday i went to my friend's house and they did and he, they said oh have a play on apple plus so i watched a couple of episodes of ted lasso and um nice. uh what was the other one i watched one of or did I just watch Ted Lasso? I can't remember. I was on so many drugs on Monday from my uh, <laughs> my surgery. But yeah, I remember watching a couple of them. And I, what you said then about the whole Ted Lasso, I watched episode one and I was in a bit in a doze and it, it went. And I thought, I've watched all of the other streaming channels. It's going to go to episode two, isn't it? It didn't. It jumped around and started playing episode one again. Hmm. So I got a bit confused. I thought it was a part of the setup. And my friend said, well, no, when episode one finishes, you normally click on straight away to start watching episode two. I, I, was like, oh. I let the timer go down. 
Uh, and, but it didn't for me. So I then thought it was me being stupid. But then I only watched like two to three episodes of Ted Lasso before I sort of left their, their place. But um, yeah, I, I haven't heard of it. I've just been reading about it. It hasn't got a huge amount of names. I think Sam Neill's the biggest name in it, isn't he? Um, Probably, yeah. Um, but again, it's sci-fi. and I, You know what I'm like with sci-fi sometimes. I can't get into it and I don't give a lot of my time to it. Um, so it probably will not be on even my long list at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's I, I don't usually go to like alien invasion shows, but one uh, theme and setting I really like, which if some of you know me, you'd you'd know what I'm going to say, is like this post-apocalyptic type thing, which is something invades your country, uh, and how are you going to get out of the situation? Who are you going to trust? What are you going to do about the fact that your life has been turned upside down because you're not like you know going to work, coming home, you're dealing with well alien invasion, so good luck with that um, but uh yeah because for me it's not always just like okay what zombie shows can i get because i also like things like war of the world it's got these little robot dogs uh and then with with this show which again the villain hasn't really been shown off yet but they've done things like uh certain buildings have gotten smashed and uh what was it, the other thing there's like been these little earthquakes and stuff um so it's uh, I I like the way they've uh, I like the way they've gone about things so far uh, like just two episodes in it's uh, quite impressed me so far and just, just just a little fun note the way that episode one and two both they both end with something quite big uh, that will make you want to watch the next episode uh, so I've uh, very much enjoyed that uh, so I'm going to keep going on with that I'll probably watch the other two episodes later as well so it's kind of moved like to the front of my queue although i do need to finish good girls as well so but then as you mentioned earlier just so much television uh, that's uh that comes out because i also want to get to sex education and a uh, bunch of other shows as well so um what was the next thing i got uh foundation now i tried to just watch the pilot episode of foundation just to get like a taste of it for this podcast i got half an hour into it and then it wasn't it wasn't because the show was bad. I, I just thought, you know what? I've just started Invasion. I've still got good girls to finish. And I was like, okay, I'll just save Foundation for later. You, you know when you feel like you're just at capacity for your TV shows and you don't want to take on any more ones because you realize you've mm. still got other ones to finish? Yeah. And I was Absolutely. like, okay. I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to I'm just going to put this on the shelf for a minute. Um, but I just wanted to like get a little start of it and you know watch. I only, I only did watch half the first episode. I think there's there's already seven episodes out. That that's just uh, the, I don't know where I don't know where those weeks have gone because it felt like it came out last week or something. But uh, seven. I, I don't know how many episodes they released at the start, but it's been out for at least like over a month or so. Um, it's a it's quite a high a a, a um big like sci-fi show and that sort of thing it's to do with this guy from what i understood from the part that i watched the of the episode it's to do with like it's more of a political kind of sci-fi thing uh there's this guy who's trying to sort of predict the future i think there's these different like colonies and things and there's this young woman that gets introduced who's i think supposed to be the main character and she's gone off to this ship to do something i don't i can't remember if i got to finding out what that was to to be but uh, she had to sort of like, I think it was leave her family and um, sort of one of those like you're the chosen one kind of things and we need you to go off and do this thing, basically. Uh, so that, that that premise did intrigue me and I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to more of it. I just need to finish other things first. But I just thought I'd mention that I'd seen seen some of Foundation, even if it was only half an hour of the first 
episode. Uh, again, that's a that's another Apple TV Plus one. That's kind of their big new uh, sci-fi show. So um, I'm just going to save that a bit till later. Um, have you heard of of that at all? I think David. I have. It a few yeah, times. big big sci-fi epic. Uh, I almost put it into my bin list already. I just <laughs> yeah, I've heard scrolling things about how it's the epic nature of it, and sometimes things like that don't interest me at all. Um, so it probably won't be again. Won't be something I would watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus for me as well. Um, I think next month Star Trek Discovery is coming back, which I do the podcast on. So I'm going to be concentrated on that. And then in December, The Expanse comes back. So I don't want too many sci-fi shows like on my plate. So unfortunately, yeah. Foundation's going to have to be put on the shelf. Plus, I've got Invasion, which is a different type of sci-fi show. That's more survival than like political intrigue. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm sticking to for now. Uh, let me talk about Fear the Walking Dead for a minute. um so i watched the i can't remember when it actually was i think it was early last week on on monday um was the first episode of season seven and i decided to do a podcast wrap up there were specific reasons as to why uh one of the main reasons is because i sensed that the show was going to have the same problems or to me the same problems in terms of telling the way it told its story that it did last season which I put up with for 16 episodes and I moaned about it every week for 16 episodes and I feel like not only I got tired of doing that but the audience you probably would get tired of hearing somebody say that every week for 16 weeks or 15 however many episodes it was 15 I think again they were split into like 9 and 7 or whatever it was and then I watched the first episode of season 7 I was like okay this is going to be like the, the same thing so what I decided to do was not drop the show I'm still going to keep watching the show, but I'm just not going to have to think about it as much because I'm not going to do the podcast. I'm not going to have to like do whatever. Mm. I watched the second episode of season seven yesterday. So that's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, about three days later than when it, it usually comes out on like Monday. So I checked it out on Thursday. It was a better episode. It was a Morgan focused episode. They're doing this thing. They're still doing the same thing where they take like a pair of characters. You, you've got an ensemble cast, right? of 10 15 characters something like that around that many characters it's hard to tell with that show exactly who's supposed to be the main character sometimes or the main characters because it's clearly like the morgan show now but it was supposed to be about the family that alicia's in but she's not been seen yet so far so it's a it's a strange one um and they're doing this they, they're still doing the same thing where every every episode they focus on like two three characters then they switch them out next week then they switch them out the week after then the week after they switch them out again so it does result in you not seeing characters for two three four weeks maybe depends on who exactly they show uh so this one was focused on morgan grace and i can't remember the name of the the baby but it focused on them I just wanted to point out, right, because one of the other issues I had with the show was, like, there were some writing issues. Not as bad as certain other shows I've kind of mentioned, because some, sometimes it can pull off some decent things. And again, it's kind of the, the zombie aspect that I like, and that's why I follow it. And I, I do care about the characters a lot, so that's another reason why I kind of follow it. And it's part of the large Walking Dead universe, so it's it's got it's got a lot of reasons as to why I still watch it. But I just wanted to kind of point out that there was one... You can kind of... I guess you can sort of consider this... I mean, it's not really a spoiler. I, I wouldn't really say it's a spoiler. There was this scene towards the end of the sec- this second episode, right? Um, Morgan and Grace have just been through this, like, really big event with these two people that they came across. They get back to the submarine because there's been this, uh, uh, like, 
um, what what causes radio? This it's like atomic bomb sort of thing that went off in the show, which sounds really dramatic, but that's kind of what happened uh, last season. So all the characters are trying to find their different ways to. Well, you, you can't spend too much time outside because obviously there's the radiation and that will kill you, of course. Mm. Although it doesn't kill certain zombies, and you get like radiated zombies, which looks kind of cool. Um, so they went through all this thing, Grace and the baby and Morgan, they come back to their submarine, because they, they tried to get away in this car, and then they came back, and they decided, like, the car thing is a no-go. They kept the car, I, I think, I think they kept the car, but then they decided, okay, we'll just get back to the submarine and try and, like, rethink something else. There's this, arguably the main, villi- the main villain of the show called Victor, who's one of the most untrustworthy characters I've ever seen on television. But characters just continue to trust him for some reason. And we saw how that played out with the first episode of season 7, right? Um, And him and Morgan have kind of been at each other's throats for the last couple of seasons. Specifically last season, which has bled into this season, yeah? Mm -hmm. So bear in mind, right, Victor's a really untrustworthy character. He's trying to build this, like, empire thing. He thinks he's, like, this big uh, character, which he kind of is. He does actually have a fair bit of power. So Victor's right-hand man, I can't remember his name, so I'll call him the right-hand man, gets into, breaks into Grace and Morgan's um, submarine. Uh, and then he says to Grace, I can't remember why exactly he said it, but he said, like, oh, you, Victor's invited you, Grace, not, not Morgan, but just Grace, to go to Victor's, like, place and live there and you know, have, like, better prospects. I think it's because of her science background or, or something to do with that. And then um, Victor's right-hand man says to Morgan, like, you can't come, which for obvious reasons, why would Victor invite Morgan? That makes no sense. So it kind of made a bit more sense on Victor's side, right? Then Morgan says, like, what are we going to do about the baby? And Grace says to Morgan, like, no, I'm not going to go. I'm staying with you and you and Morgan on the on the submarine. I was like, cool, that makes sense. That that makes total sense. Morgan then turns around and says, okay, you're going to, you, Grace, fine, I'm, I can't, like, change your mind, you'll stay on this ship. What about if we give our baby to Victor? I, how, how does that make any sense? Why would, why on earth, after everything him and, him and uh, Victor have been through, and, like, they've tried to kill each other so many times, I have no idea why, why Morgan would turn around and say to, or he suggests it's Grace and to uh, to Victor's right hand man. Of like, okay, I I can't go because I'm not invited. Grace decided she's gonna stay, so take our baby. Well, why would you suggest to take the? That doesn't make. Does that make sense to you at all? Unless I don't he's trying to seek humanity in the character. No, but then if uh, I, like the, the thing that doesn't make Victor's never gonna give that baby back to to Morgan. <laughs> like, I just yeah um. But Morgan's this kind of stubborn character where he tries not to kill anybody, which I don't know how he survived so long for, for doing that. Because Morgan, by the way, is a season one original character from the main The Walking Dead show. Yeah. So, like, he was he was in the pilot episode of the main show. But as soon as, like, because Grace was making sense, like, okay, I, I'll, I'll, like, stay here with, with you and, and the baby and Morgan. I was like, yep, yeah, that, that makes sense. Why would you go off and leave Morgan on his own and joined Victor. But then just Morgan turns around. <laughs> and says take the baby. I just I couldn't believe it. I just put you know when you're watching something and you put your head in your hands and you think I, I just can't believe what this character's just said. 
Because um, what Morgan should be wanting to do is shoot Victor or find a way to, to do that. But, uh, yeah, hang on a second. Um, yeah, just, I don't know. Plus, there would probably be some sort of thing where, like, I don't know. It, it's it's almost weird to try and make sense of why he would why he would say that. So they must have had a reason. I don't know. It just uh, it was it was really weird. So anyway, again, try not to think about the show too much, especially when they uh, come out with things like that. Um, if anything, he'd probably try and like kill Morgan and Gracie after that, and then just keep the baby for himself. So, but luckily, we don't have to deal with whatever would happen in that scenario because the baby stayed uh, with. Um, with the group so yeah at least i didn't have to avoid uh going through that anyway uh the show i watched after that was uh american horror story uh this is the i'm up to the second episode of season 10 um weird thing with this season i'm not sure what it's called because the main title that's been advertised is called american horror story double feature and and i remember when i first heard that because it started airing a while ago on fx and they waited till the season was finished and I thought, oh, it's because they've got like a double season premiere episode. That's kind of what you think of a little bit, right? When you hear American Horror Story double feature. Like when you hear the phrase double feature, you'd probably think like a double episode or a double length episode like for a season premiere. Hmm. And then when the title card comes up, what was it? It says, I think it says like Redstone or Red Blood or something like that. Um, but then it's it's kind of called double feature as well because they they've all got their own little because they're anthology seasons they've all got their own little titles based on what stories they are right so you've got like uh, Murder House you've got Hotel you've got Coven you've got Roanoke they're all based around what the story is for the season so saying double feature doesn't really make much sense. Um, Redstone kind of does a little bit more. Uh, this season is about a family of three so it's a mother a dad and a a young daughter. And they've moved away to this really isolated um, place so that the dad can finish this script that he's got for a story. And they get to this place. It's like completely like a ghost town. It's basically deserted. There's a few people there. And um, yeah, so he decides he's going to go because he's got like this writer's block thing and they decide to move house. Um, which means obviously relocating the mum. She's got her own job and the daughter's trying to learn violin. She's trying to get better at doing that. Uh, it's been a fairly decent start to the, the first two episodes of season 10. Because um, for those of you who don't know, the, the uh, first season of American Horror Stories just finished. I, I did a review of that last week when the season finished. I really, really enjoyed the, the change of pace there. With, with American Horror Stories, it's anthology per episode. Uh, apart from the first two, which is a two-parter, but then the rest of the season is like self-contained. Uh, with American Horror Story, it's an anthology for the whole season. Um, then there's this like pill that gets introduced, and you've got uh, what's his name, Evan Peters. I'm I'm assuming you're familiar with. Uh, I'm familiar. With... Yeah, he's from. Um, he was in. Um, he was Mary's like Town. And oh, so yeah, 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 and played the like Quicksilver on X Men mm. and that sort of thing. That's the one. Um, and. It gets introduced to him because he's still having like writer's block, pro- writer's block problems and uh, like he's staring at like a blank page. He goes to see this guy who's got this like black pill for him, and he says, "Okay, if you take this, it will like unblock your uh, writer's block and you'll be able to start writing." But anyone that takes this gets a bloodlust, 
so they end up turning into kind of not a vampire but they end up wanting to suck blood and drink blood and again it's a horror show so what do you kind of expect then there's these like the part of the season I actually do quite like and hasn't been explained yet but that's that's okay is uh, there's these like ghoul sort of half human half ghoul sort of zombie they're basically like zombies but they don't really look human form they look like they're some sort of ghouls and they're walking around town making this noise and uh, in the first episode they kind of like harass the house and they're waiting outside and it scares the daughter obviously which makes sense she's like a I think she's supposed to be 10 or 11 or 12 or, or something like that um, and the season kind of goes from there and then he gets to a point where he does take the pill and he ends up with his own blood lost which gets played out more in episode 2 I don't want to get too much into sort of spoilers and, and that kind of thing um it it's good so far it's it's definitely different to things they've done before i can't really think of a season where they've done something about like a screenwriter because usually it would be some sort of location where somebody's being hunted for something or 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 something to do with that Uh, because last season which i did quite enjoy was like a slasher season uh was uh like called 1984 so obviously going back to like the halloween michael Myers, that that type of era and everything um it's it's good so far i i'm enjoying it um I'll probably do like a season review once the season finishes. Uh, have you seen any of American Horror Story at all? No, watched no. back in the day season one, but apart from that, I haven't really watched them. Um, I know a lot of my friends are really obsessed by them, but I, again, it just it just went by the wayside. I'm not hugely into horror stuff, but I did really like the first season because it wasn't too much on the horror. But when I, I think I tried watching the circus one back in the day, just couldn't connect with it at all, so I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Stop there and didn't go any further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was called Freak Show. I think that was season three. Uh, I haven't actually seen all the seasons of American Horror Story. There's the uh, Asylum one, which is the second season I've not fi- I've not seen. Uh, I've seen I think seasons one, uh, four or something. I've seen four or five of the other seasons. I've seen like Roanoke. There was Apocalypse as well. Uh, so maybe I've seen about five of the seasons, but there's about ten of them. But okay. I know that there's at least a few of them that I I haven't seen. So, uh, I mean, yeah, it's good that this is this is at least something different. There's a like a mystery sort of thing going on as to okay, why are these ghoul type of things here? What do they apart from like killing people? What what do they sort of want? Um, but I feel like they're trying to make some sort of connection between okay, this dad takes this pill, he gets like bloodlust. And obviously you've got these ghouls that are sort of zombie type things. They have a bloodlust as well. So they're trying to obviously connect something together there. Uh, maybe they're trying to say something about what's happening to this character. Um, it's interesting though because I'm kind of... I can't tell you exactly why. Because again, that's spoilery sort of stuff. I'm kind of rooting for the mum at the moment. She's sort of the character that's making the more sense. Uh, or sort of is in the right most of the time. Um, but it'd be it'd be interesting interesting to see where it goes, especially because there's supposed to pr- there's probably at least nine or ten episodes. I don't know exactly how many, um, and to see where it goes. It, even as far as we've we've only had two episodes so far. So uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 good so far. It's uh, yeah, doing doing some good things. So uh, anyway, that's that's mo- that's basically what I've been watching. Apart from the other things that we podcast on, like the other two Walking Dead shows, uh, well beyond and the main show, uh, which is still ongoing, that have both been good. Uh, Walking Dead's finished for its uh, 11A part of its uh, of its season. 
So, uh, yeah, that's everything we've been kind of watching. I think that will uh, do it for the episode pretty much. Um, so what are you, you going to be sort of focusing on going forward, I suppose? Uh, so I have got uh, a term ahead of me. Um, it's the final term in the current job I'm in, and then I'm moving to a school a lot closer. So 2022 it does sound like I'm going to be, be able to watch a little bit more TV, have a little bit more time to myself. Um, I'm going to be focusing on the re- the programmes that have got really good reviews because we're getting into December, and I want to write my reviews for 2021 and sort of look ahead for 2022 so some of those that I've missed in the last couple of months would be high up on my priority list but I also do want to see Hawkeye as well um, so those are going to be my focus points um, a lot of cosy evenings in once I've got home from work I think watching those um, um, so that's going to be my focus there's such a long list now I couldn't even possibly start to go through it with you all now yeah, um, yeah. but I know Hawkeye's on there I know Good Girls is on there um, I know that I, I'm just watched, started watching Clickbait with my other half um, we don't don't know if we're gonna like it or not i still need to finish kevin can f himself on oh, amazon a good show. yeah really so good. um i've started episode one of that recently so i know i want to watch that um i know staff let's flats have just come on to all four which is a, a good comedy one of after last year so um yeah lots for me to talk about and uh hopefully we get a couple more podcasts in before christmas matt and we can uh, update yeah, ourselves yeah. on how we're going yeah once we finish a couple of seasons and that sort of yeah thing. definitely um yeah, we've also got Ailey, Ailey Steinfeld's got a busy, well, not bit, I don't know about busy, but uh, she's got a uh, interesting November because she's got Dickinson uh, for the third and final season on the 5th, and then towards the, is it what, the 24th, the end of the month is Hawkeye, so uh, she's going to be on a lot of screens in uh, in November, which is good. She's a quite good actress on that, um, So because she's playing uh, Kate Bishop in uh, uh, Hawkeye, and then obviously... Okay. Emily Dickinson herself in Dickinson, so uh, yeah, big November for her. I'm 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 looking forward to both those shows. That's also as well why I kind of didn't start Foundation is that like, okay, I know Dickinson is starting in like what's that a week or so? Mm. I think that's next Friday. So uh, and that's going to be weekly, so it'll just be one per week. Uh, and those are usually a bit shorter episodes as well, so it, it made sense to you know uh, do that and everything. So but yeah, I need to finish Good Girls. I've got like five episodes still left. <laughs> Uh, then sex education I do want to get to and then just keep watching some of these other shows as well and hopefully at some point uh, all four adds that second episode of Zoe fingers uh, so crossed that, so that bit I'll be straight that. onto that yeah. yeah hopefully they don't add the second one and remove the others or something stupid oh, like God, that so, so yeah uh, but anyway look out for our future podcasts and everything for TV video games films and Manchester United podcast uh, just an update for the next couple, next week or so uh, Manchester United play against Tottenham tomorrow We'll see what sort of horror show we get from that. Uh, you don't need to watch Halloween Kills. You can just watch Man United try and defend football because it is uh, quite horrific <laughs> at the moment. Um, so, uh, yeah, you don't need to go to, to cinema for that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's on. Uh, that's tomorrow. And then we've got a game on Tuesday against Atalanta. We'll see if the manager lasts past either of those two games. Uh, got uh, Walking Dead next week as well. Um, and then uh, probably gaming talk as well and uh, some other things. I'm trying to get some uh, film reviews done, but it's a case of actually getting out and watching certain things. So, mm. anyway, uh, you can check out our future podcasts. They are all on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, TV, video games, films, and Manchester United podcasts as well. Uh, also got a couple of uh, special little episodes coming up, which I don't want to talk about yet because they're not actually like fully set up but uh look out for some cool stuff in the future you you you, you never know what i'm gonna release you just you, you never know you have no idea what I'm, I'm recording so uh look out for all the surprises on there uh, you can also find us on your favorite podcast platform 
by searching for Entertainment Talk. You can either subscribe to the main feed to get all the episodes or the individual ones. Take your pick on uh, what you want from that. If you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, that would be very good. You can either listen to more episodes that we've got. Uh, you can find them on the website entertainmenttalk.org or podcast platform search entertainment talk uh, you can also tell other people that you know that's also very important as well uh, word of mouth social media uh, word of mouth that kind of thing just tell other people what we do and where they can find it uh, speaking of that did you hear facebook is changing their name or something yeah it's going to become meta meta yeah maybe they're trying to do their own dc multiverse oh god the face um, metaverse <laughs> yeah maybe their writing will be better but uh <laughs> but uh um yeah you could uh, you can share our podcast around on all those different platforms or just tell people as well uh patreon one dollar three dollar level tiers ad free podcast review options take a look at those as well um great where can people find you online uh, if they go to twitter they can follow me at gray the geek um i'll also be doing the next geek Ta- geek town episode in the first week of november so if you're listening to this after the first november go and find it on the geek town stream or if you're listening to it before then i'm going to be out on tuesday hopefully recording with dave cool nice so look out for that uh yeah if you want your tv and film news for air dates if you for some reason want more tv shows to come out uh but if you want your air dates for your favorite shows or to know if things have been renewed cancelled and, and whatnot uh uh tv and film news over on geek town that's geek town and if you want that in weekly podcast format that's usually on tuesdays geek town radio and geek just search for geek town and you should be able to find everything uh bex who's also involved with uh uh, entertainment talking geek town you can find her on twitch as well uh trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s doing lots of cool streams and everything like that so you can find her on there if you want to find me on twitch i stream now and again you can find me on there if you search for etalk uk and if you miss any of them which i do need to update on uh youtube you can find that on youtube entertainment talk plays i need to put a star wars video up there as well which is me playing Star Wars in first person in VR. And yes, it's as cool as it sounds. So uh, you can find that as well. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.